Hello, it's Hilary here from Moat Gardens. I have great pleasure in joining you on this podcast to give you an update on the work of one of HTC's mission partners, Hope Gardens. Just before lockdown, Reverend Richard Lloyd, who established this charity with Archbishop Samuel 20 years ago, visited Hope Gardens. He spent some time with our mission team, with the pastors, the nurses and the teachers, and was once again struck by the commitment, talent and resilience of them all. See, our network of pastors, they operate mission work from churches, some elaborate buildings, others just simple structures with plastic chairs. But these pastors live alongside some of the most marginalised and overlooked communities in Tamil Nadu and Kerala. Our Bible college, which you so kindly support, equips Christian leaders for the future. And Hope Gardens focuses on Tamil-speaking students so that they have the opportunity to learn to be ministers of the future. And our social welfare programmes, they educate and care for those who may otherwise be overlooked. As you have read in the press, India has been impacted significantly by the virus, with healthcare provision challenged both in the cities and in the rural areas. The government have been imposing strict lockdowns across the states in order to control the pandemic. In the local Kumbam area, where Hope Gardens is based, over 5,000 people have been affected. They are now in another phase of lockdown in Tamil Nadu, and this one is severe and in place until the 31st of August. The army are patrolling the streets, ensuring that curfews are kept, and food stores have been restricted in their operating hours, and obviously all schools and institutions are closed. Our medical centre was able to operate for one month until it was closed. But our pastors have been absolutely critical in supporting those most in need. So what has Hope Gardens been doing in the last few months? Well, when lockdown first began in March, it was evident from our pastors that congregation members and the wider community were struggling financially. This issue escalated when we heard that pastors were giving up their own groceries for others. The reason is that the majority of our ministry is working with daily wage workers. These are workers who have no fixed employment. They hope each day they can get a job in the plantations, in paddy fields or on construction sites. Without work, these families simply cannot afford to fund themselves. So regardless of faith, we were finding that people were turning to the church for help. Hope Gardens stepped up and they equipped each pastor with the means to purchase food parcels for all the congregation members and those most vulnerable in their communities, essentially running a food bank from over 20 churches and not discriminating on who received it. To date, over 3,000 people have received food parcels in Phase 1, and at the moment we are very restricted in who we can give food to because of the lockdown. But once that has been lifted, we will continue with our efforts and make sure that those most in need are supported. I have this lovely story from Vashti, who is Archbishop Samuel's daughter. She writes, Hilary, Mrs Jethanthi lives outside Kumbum. When her emergency package was dropped off, she was totally spellbound and so thankful. Her situation is that she has 11 family members living with her and no one is earning at the moment. She was finding it very difficult to manage to feed herself, let alone anyone else. She replied, Vashti says, she said, God has answered my prayers and has not forgotten me. Thank you for this help. I am praying for all of you regularly. Resilience really does sum up the last few months for us. Our pastors have managed to support people like Mrs Jethantha with food parcels and sent video messages, held prayer sessions over the phone. 
Our paddy field overcame numerous obstacles with our nurses, teachers and mechanics all helping to harvest 93 bags of paddy and six loaves of straw during lockdown. Do you know what? So much of that rice harvested has gone to support our emergency food parcels. Our Bible college is thriving online with students such as Samu who even have no phone reception, having real efforts to try and stay in contact. Samuel writes, Each morning I climb up a little mountain from the valley below where my home is situated 30 minutes walk. I just receive no normal phone call, no WhatsApp, no video, no nothing. I walk up the mountain and I call Vashti at 10am. I attend my classes that way. I then go home and study. It is slightly different to college life. We are resilient at Hope Gardens and we know that once the pandemic settles down, we will reopen our children's programmes, our hostel, our schools, and we pray that you will continue to support us with your prayers to make sure that our pastors, our staff, and our congregations and communities are healthy and well and can receive the care that they need. Please be assured that all of our sponsored children, who you may sponsor, are also being looked after during this pandemic with food parcels. I leave you now with a short message from Archbishop Samuel who many of you will have met on his visit to Claygate and indeed on your visits to the Rayma Gardens. Thank you. Dear Vicka and all my brothers and sisters in uh, Holy Trinity Claygate Church, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Uh, since uh, I came to Glacate and all the congregation members, uh, well wishers and donors, you have extended a, a valuable uh, donations and contribution to our uh, ministries, what we do in India. Especially, uh, you have extended a support to our pastors. Thank you so much. Our pastors are doing wonderful ministry in their uh, rural areas. I would like to extend uh, once, uh, once again uh, thanks for your uh, wonderful support. Thank you for the relationship that God has to us to uh, meet one another, share one another and pray one another. May the Lord be with you and bless you. Thank you so much.